Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. And today we're talking... Bees titties. No, we're talking about pirates. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> the, buc- uh, the buccaneers? Are they buccaneers? Pirates. The thieves of the sea. Natalie... Bad guys gone wet. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? What is pirates? Uh, Piracy is an act of robbery or criminal violence by a ship or boat-borne attackers upon another ship or a coastal area, typically with the goal of stealing cargo and other valuable goods. I love cargo. They're here to take your ship. Who could blame them? <laughs> That's like a lifestyle choice, man. That's like making the decision that you're going to be a full-time bad guy. I think... Or like pirates ever good guys. I don't know. Probably not. Well... We'll get to that, I'm sure. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's worth thinking about now. You know, a lot of the colonization of the world was done by people in Europe who were going and essentially taking the the materials of other countries and, you know, taking people, mm-hmm. enslaving people. Sure, uh-huh. And so really what they were doing was, Im- was immoral. When you go take a ship and you either con people or you steal their stuff and you bring it back for great profit and you strip, if you're a European, you st- you're stripping foreign lands of their material wealth, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, minerals or whether it's agricultural products or whether it's just taking the people and stealing them and saying, you're my people now. Right. That's immoral. And so the pirates taking it may be morally equal to what the colonists are doing, but then the pirates were not redistributing it. They were keeping it and they're like, no, now it's my slave. Right, right. (laughs) And they were like, they're just basically like, just take all the shit. It, It was like very much like... There is at least like a philosophical like reasoning for for people being colonialists. I'm not saying that it's correct, but there is a philosophy behind it. The philosophy behind behind being a pirate is lol, I took all your shit. And that is that is all it's about. Yeah, there's no they don't I mean, I agree with you. I think the I think the colonialists maybe had a little bit of they had ideas they were just wrong they had well they had a backstory they whipped up is how i would look at it they'd say well no this is actually good because and you know people uh right wingos still use these arguments to say well if it wasn't for the italians you would have never had these buildings right (laughs) (laughs) if it wasn't for the british you wouldn't have known what to do with your stuff (laughs) what it wasn't if it wasn't for the Dutch, you would have never had this Dutch language and these oppressors until like the nineties. Right, right. Dutch oppressors own. Uh, they they did. They did actually own the countries they oppressed, yes. <laughs> uh, so the earliest documented instances of piracy were in the 14th century BC. I just, it blows my mind thinking about these cavemen on the boats. 
<laughs> Four, so 14 centuries, so like minus 1400, uh-huh. essentially. Uh-huh. On the boats. Like, not only are they like cruising the seas, but they have professional boat stealers back then. These guys were down to some business. I'm very, like, it had to be like, they had some shit going on. In 1400, so we're talking 3,400 years ago, they're like, all right, all right, we mastered riding. Let's get on a boat and jack somebody. <laughs> Start boat jacking. <laughs> who, who invented boat jacking? <laughs> probably, probably by the time they got to the eighth or ninth boat being built, that was the first one that they were like, hey, let's just use this one to steal other people's shit. Right. So the, the old-timey... Caveman pirates were called the Sea Peoples, and they attacked Aegean ships and Mediterranean civilizations. The reason that pirates really popped off is because there are always, like, shipping channels. Like, areas where there's always going to be ships passing through because it's, like, a good good route to take, right? Oh, yeah. Like, either, like, the water's moving real good, or maybe that's where it likes to blow good. Whatever. Shortest distance between two points. Whatever reason you're using for it. Well, like the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah, right. Is the boundary between the Mediterranean Sea and the Atlantic Ocean. Uh So if you camp out on Gibraltar, you can basically... Nail everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Pop them. Every single one of them. So there was that kind of situation in Gibraltar. There was one... There's a situation like that in the Strait of Malacca in Madagascar in the Gulf of Aden, the English Channel, anywhere where you got a little pinch point where people are going to squeeze through, we got a ton of boats, let's fucking pop them. Yeah. Jack them all. Take their stuff. I'm talking all of those barrels full of hardtack. I don't know what the fucking shit they carried on boats. Salt. (laughs) Limes. (laughs) I can't can't imagine what they were. I mean, they must have just... Been carrying bread and olive oil and shit. I'm just thinking, what are you doing in the Mediterranean Sea? What are you shipping, guys? In negative 1,000, what are y'all doing? It has to be like spices or some shit like that. I know you don't have Bibles. Right. (laughs) So, um, you can be a pirate on a boat. You can do it on the air. You could do it on land. You could do it in the water. You could do it in on the internet. You can do it wherever you want. So I never thought about it, but so technically you going and robbing a Brinks truck would be land piracy? Sure, yeah. I'm... It says that you could do it in the air. How how the fuck would you do that? How would you... How would you hop on someone else's airplane? Well, I mean, you could... you. Is hijacking piracy? Because when you hijack, you never get the plane. It's not like, this is my plane now, vast. <laughs> I think it's more like you you do that for a goal. But I guess you could theoretically stow aboard like a FedEx plane. Mm-hmm. And you could hijack the plane and then take it to I, where are you going to take it and hide away? Hawaii, because right? we don't know anything about Hawaii. Yeah, maybe Hawaii. There may be like a big pirate base on like one of the islands they don't it's know It's inside about. a volcano. Oh! <laughs> that's good! Because that's the thing. People aren't going to go. They had, so they had in Iceland a little while ago, they had an active volcano. Because mm-hmm. it is, it's a volcanic island. And so, uh, there was a tremendous video of 
it was right over a volcano as as the uh, lava was coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy, he took his really nice drone up there. He got some really good footage. And then when he, he barely was able to fly it away from the volcano mm-hmm. and the whole thing was melted and got all fucked up. Right. But that would be where you would fly your FedEx plane because they'd never look in there. It's too hot. Yeah. They get the cameras close, the cameras melt. You're, That's you're, why all the amateurs aliens down there, too. You think so? Yeah. All they'd need is really good insulation, and they would be fine. Right. Or maybe they're hot aliens. That changes the game. Right. Hot aliens? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're aliens that need to have it be very, very hot. Like, we need it to be, like, in between, like, 60 and, like, 80 degrees for us yeah. to live outside comfortably or whatever. Yeah. These guys needed to be like a thousand degrees for hot aliens. They've always been here. Fire aliens. It's just like Pokemon, man. Oh my. Fire type. (laughs) And they might not, because they need to keep it so hot, they might not even know about the aliens in the ocean that we know about. Water types. Because we're land type. Well, we're normal type. Normal type. (laughs) Water type aliens. We also got ground type that live in the caves. Oh my gosh. Think about it. Like the Hopkinsville Goblins. Right. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. What if... What, <laughs> what if, is Bigfoot? What... Uh, grass type. What if Pokemon... <laughs> what if Pokemon is just a code for all the types of aliens? Right. Who, and they all live here already. And they all already live here. And they were just trying to warn us. Uh-huh. The Pokemon Corporation. Perhaps we've been the Pokemon all along. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea that Bigfoot's a grass type, though. Oh, yeah. Didn't they, didn't they call him that, like, the grass whistler or some shit? I forget about the the Bigfoot episode. He was a whistler. He was, like, the hedge whistler. Mid- midnight whistler. Yeah, he was. <laughs> midnight whistler is also a great CB handle. <laughs> Breaker 1-9, midnight whistler here. Do you copy? <laughs> uh, so, um, piracy does not normally include crimes committed against people traveling on the same vessel as the perpetrator. So, you could not hop onto a FedEx airplane and then hijack it. That would not be piracy. Oh. You have to, hey, guess what? Knock, knock, bitches. That's what you have to do to be a pirate. Knock, knock. Here I come. You know Eat what you- your stuff. You know what you could do? You could land a helicopter on a boat right. and steal their shit and fly away. That would be... What if you got you landed a giant airplane on a boat and then you strapped the boat to the airplane and then you flew it out of the water? That would be the crime of the century. Absolutely. And then you dropped it. That would be the second biggest crime of the century. <laughs> you dropped it on something important. <laughs> you're getting you're getting a little Mohammed out of here, Natalie. I don't know about this. That'll. I mean, if we get banned from Wiki, I don't know. I almost. Uh, God, thank God I did it from my from my phone when I edited the Philadelphia 76ers, the basketball team. Yeah. When I edited their article to add a section for honorary members, which they don't have. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are no honorary members of the Philadelphia 76ers, but I added a long list of honorary members such as Obama, 
and I added like MF Doom and I added Chumley from Pawn Stars and then I added Mohammed Atta and then that was the one that got him. Somebody finally, it was like six months later, they were like, Mohammed Atta was never and will never be an honorary <laughs> member of the Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers. Yeah. And this is my tip. If you're going to vandalize Wikipedia, which you should do, but do it from your phone so they don't ban your home IP because that's – you need that. You need that for researching your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the key. When you go and you vandalize it, go ahead and add a source. But find a podcast that talks about a similar topic. If you use a news article as a source for your fake Wikipedia insertion, then somebody can read the news source and control F for Mohammed Atta. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, he was he never won the Nobel Prize. Right. Right. Obviously. <laughs> and Chum Lee was never inside the Mr. Peanut costume. They can go, they can fact check everything. Mm -hmm. But you go in and you set the source to be a podcast and then some some hoity-toity Wikipedia editor is like, we'll see if this is true. And he clicks on it and it's like a 94-minute podcast. Right. There's no way he's going to sit there and listen to it. Right. He's just going to not bother. Uh-huh. And that's how you get your edits through. You put in a source, but your information is not in the source, but it's not checkable. Right. Right. <laughs> Thank you. For your weekly tip on Wikipedia vandalization. <laughs> In the early 21st century, so this is nowadays, piracy costs the universe $16 billion a year. Really? Mm -hmm. And the main places that they have piracy now is in the Red Sea and Indian Ocean, um, off the coast of Somalia, and... Also, the Strait of Malacca and Singapore. Those are like the hot spots for pirates. All right. So they're probably just jacking container ships, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Um, and obviously today, nowadays, pirates have really sweet guns, like machine guns and rocket launchers and grenades. And they will just roll up on you in a motorboat and start blasting. That's from the movie where he says, I'm the captain. Yeah. Right. That was a that was a good that was a good meme. Back in that era, we didn't have many good memes. It really took people a long time to figure out what made it good. <laughs> yeah. But but look at me. That was a good one. Right. Right. I that like was, that one. That's like the only thing I know about pirates is that meme. Yeah. It really in a year that was just full of rage face and uh, the the girl who stares at you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that was a good joke. She's staring at you. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Just gets me. Uh, I, you know what my favorite part is, of a joke is, is when you repeat it nine million times. Yeah. that It gets funnier every time you repeat it. I know. It. By the time you get to the 10 millionth time of seeing the same joke, you're like, you almost die with laughter every time. It's mm -hmm. like you just like keel over and you can't breathe and like you start like getting blood coming out of your ears and shit. Yeah. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Nails it home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I could really I could really go for a girl staring at me meme about now. No, oh, I'm kinda I'm kinda getting my brain bent a little bit thinking about it. It's really starting to bleed. Right. I need to see that guy with the girl and he's he's looking at the other girl. Mm. <laughs> that goes down easy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, so the English word pirate comes from the Greek word pirates which means 
one who attacks ships. It's pretty literal. Right. It gotta hand it to him for packing that meaning into that word. Right, right. And so it has been a thing for as long as the ocean has been used for commerce. The first time someone put merchandise on a boat, someone took the boat. <laughs> <laughs> It took them a long time to invent water cops, so right, they they right. just got away with it. Right. Um, we already talked about the Sea Peoples in the 14th century BC, but also the Phoenicians, the Illyrians, the Tyrrhenians. Uh, like there's a whole bunch of different groups that were known to have like a lot of pirates happening with them. And in the pre-classical era, era the ancient Greeks thought piracy was fine. And you could be a pirate if you want. Really? Yeah. And they well, they well, thought it was totally honorable. Like, like, it's fine. If you want to be a pirate, you know, you got to do what you got to do. What, what was the reasoning? Um, There's no real reasoning, I guess. That's just how they <laughs> felt about it. Uh, eventually, by the end of the classical period in Greece, they had come to the conclusion that it was not that cool. But it, originally, they're like, it's fine. Okay. Okay. People are... People are knocking on Plato's cave, and they're like, "Hey, Plato!" And he's like, eh, "Come on, I'm I'm working on an allegory here." And they're <laughs> like, "We want to ask you about pirates." And he's like, "Just let me let me do my thing." They knock on Archimedes' door, and he's like, "What? I'm taking a bath." <laughs> it took him a long time to get an answer about the philosophy of pirates. <laughs> right? Is it is it wrong to be a pirate? Like back then, I guess that you could be like, you know what? I want to grow. I want to grow up and be a pirate. Yeah. And, and they're like, go for it, little man. You can do it. That was probably uh, that was probably a lot more common back then because kids now say stuff like astronaut. Kids, you know what uh, kids say? Sometimes they're like paleontologists because they're like dino heads. Right. But they didn't know about dinos. I want to be a marine biologist. And that's what they always say. Oh, do they? That's, that's such a that's such a smart thing for a kid to say. They probably heard it on Dora or yeah. something, though. Yeah. Do they still do Dora? I feel like cartoons <laughs> I feel like cartoons bent away from like exploring the world and now we have Paw Patrol which is just dog cops. Right, right. Dog cops, dog cops, what you going to do? What you going to do when you dog cops? <laughs> <laughs> um the Romans had pirates in the 1st century uh along the Anatolian coast. Uh they really loved to fuck up the commerce of the Roman Empire and steal all of their shit. And pirates even took Julius Caesar. They kidnapped him once and they held him prisoner in an area called Pharmacusa. So they pirated Caesar yeah. himself? Right, they got him. Got him. <laughs> and so what did, I mean, they gave him back, right? I'm sure they had ransom or something like that. They probably were like, I need like 14 gold dingers. Hello, Romans. <laughs> we have Caesar, yet we need Hamer. <laughs> Where Hamer? Right, right. Where Hamer? <laughs> uh, the Vikings obviously had pirates. They were pirates. <laughs> Uh, they would come from Scandinavia. <laughs> they would come from Scandinavia and steal your shit, loot your shit, take your shit. That was, they were famous for that. We right. still think of Vikings. 
you say Viking and everybody thinks the hat with the horns and then they come and they steal your shit. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was between the 8th and the 12th centuries. And so they raided land areas, coasts and river, inland cities and all that shit. And so they plundered and plundered and plundered and then they fucking went back home, I guess. <laughs> The Vikings, like, took people's shit and plundered and, and raided shit so much. And that was, like, part of why people in the Middle Ages weren't having a very good time. Oh, yeah. They couldn't really get much of a start because, you know, you kind of build your town up and your town starts to prosper. And here come the fucking Vikings. Right, right. Because, like, they're having, like, the fall of Rome. Because at, at a certain point, all that shit was Rome. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had the fall of Rome shit happening. And then the Vikings started fucking picking on them. And they really hampered their progress there for a minute yeah roman empire got too big and then the vikings came and just kind of cleaned it up and took it back to where they take it back to denmark where were they from scandinavia if, if i were a viking i would go to denmark because in scandinavia denmark's like florida it's just the furthest south yeah well they 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 were from scandinavia so they probably really liked it they're like i fucking love it when it's freezing and like i freeze my nips off it like really makes me want to steal shit maybe yeah. <laughs> Maybe what if the first Vikings just went for coats and they're like, ooh, uh, this worked out. Hey, it really makes me feel good when I steal a coat. What if I steal all your jewelry now? Right. And all your all your shit. Give me all of your Roman coins. All your gold shits, all your silver shits. I want your drachmas, and I want your tetradrachms. Those are like four drachmas. <laughs> tetradrachms? Make them rain tetradrachms. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mediterranean pirates are all over the place. Um, and there were also Christian pirates that were a military order of the Knights of St. John's that were in Malta in the 1500s. And they would just steal shit. So they were Christian pirates in the sense that they were endorsed by the church? Yeah. And the church was like, go, in the name of God, go get some ducats? Yeah, go steal some shit. Um, they would just go out and get slaves. They would just, like, pillage more shit. Wow. That sounds great. <laughs> but there's also privateers and corsairs who were pirates who were employed by the state. Okay, so there were rogue pirates, and then there were Christian pirates where the church was like, hey, we can't be left out of the stealing thing. Right, these these bad guy pirates are like making so much money, I feel kind of like obligated to get in on this pirate scam. Yeah, the church wanted to have more money and more slaves, because uh -huh. that, that seems like what they should have been going for. And then you, the privateers were just the governments like, hey, we should have our own pirates. Privateers and corsairs. So the state would uh, have orders where they would authorize the capture of merchant ships belonging to countries that they were like enemies with. And so the state would be like, oh, I don't like the French. I'm going to employ Bobbery of Bobport to seize all the French merchant ships and take all of their spoils. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so it was a way of like destroying a, a country's material goods or taking them uh-huh. if they didn't like the country. Right, like like injuring them economically. Like, oh no, my pepper. <laughs> 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 Not that. What should we put in our soup now? <laughs> A full boat full of pepper taken by Mallorca. So, who is famous pirates? Who are they? Um, I don't know. know. (laughs) Honestly, you said famous pirates, and all I can think of is like pirates from movies. Right, like our. You know what though? That's fake, right? Yeah. It sounds right. It sounds like it would like be that fake. annoying shit that people do on the internet all the time. That is like all fake. Like pirates never talk like that. Where they say you matey and stuff. Yeah, matey are like none of that shit. Pirates never talk like that. They never talked like that. They talked like however people talked where they were from. Yeah. And they did not talk that dumb pirate talk. So all our, it, yeah. Look at me. I'm ye captain now, matey. Right. Right. All they of that not, stupid. Yeah. All that stupid uh, pirate talk. All came from the Treasure Island movie that came out in 1950 that Disney put on. So that is not even... That was the first time pirates ever talked like that. (laughs) So all of this pirate shit is like 20th century boomer shit? Right. It's not even... It's like Disney shit. (laughs) That's That makes me like it less than I did. I really hated it already. I hated it already. Because when people started, it really, it burned out. I feel like people don't say R, just like people aren't like, wow, epic bacon. Uh-huh, right, thank God. I mean, also also at the time, like, we, it would be very easy for us at the time to look at that kind of stuff and being like, ooh, man, that's really bad, man. The internet did something really bad this year. Good thing it's never going to be this bad again. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's the R stuff is like worse now that I know that it's a completely modern invention by Disney. Yeah, right. And like the way that you think that a pirate dresses is also wrong. Like they would just wear regular like sailor clothes. They wouldn't dress like very like flip de doo like weirdy stuff in the earring. You know, like Johnny would, Depp. Right, right. I've never seen any of those movies. Honestly, I don't even think I could tell you what those movies are called. What are they called? Uh, I just don't give a shit. That's how, uh, that's how much I don't give a shit about, that, about it's it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. It's like uh, Pirates of the Thousand Islands or something. It's And there's one that was just called Jack, and it was Jack Sparrow, and that was Johnny Depp. And now that I think about it, it does not make any sense that sailors at sea would wear eyeliner. Right, it wouldn't. And, like, having, like, big, long dreadlocks, it would just get caught in the rigging, and you'd end up getting your scalp ripped off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that video game? What was that that video game I used to play? Oberdin. What is that? Oh, yeah, the black and white one. Yeah, the Oberdin game. That was, like, that was, like, all bunch of, like, piratey shit. Was it like a Vasty Pirates? Though? Um, they didn't talk like that, but there was like mysteries on the sea and like, oh, we're we got our goods on the boat, right? <laughs> but no one knows what happened. Maybe I think it ended up being a sea monster, not a pirate. But anyway, <laughs> give it a swing. <laughs> There's my review of it. 
I should start giving video game reviews on the podcast because I'm like... We should start... We should have a segment where we review video games. If you'd like to hear it, give us a shout out in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity will give you access. You can come in and chat with us. It's a normal place to have a good time. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I recently went in, uh, some friends of mine were talking about a video game and uh, it was one of those big, big titles, 60 million budget video games, just a 3D game. I don't even remember the name of it, Tetris. but they were talking about it. No, it was surprisingly <laughs> not Tetris. It was something else. And they were talking about it and then I looked it up and I was like, I've never heard of this. This is some huge AAA video game title. And I went in and I left a Google review and I gave it three out of five stars. And my review was, haven't played it. <laughs> so that's if, uh, so that's I can. That's about the caliber of my, my video game reviews are going to be like, I'll give you a review of the 45 minutes I played it before I got completely bored of playing it and I never played it again. Right. I just skipped straight to the review for this one. I just, <laughs> package is cool. No, I didn't look at the package. I, I've been stuck at home for a year. <laughs> so there were like a handful of pirates that were pretty famous, like uh, William Kidd from the late 1600s. Um, he used to capture vessels and kill people with a bucket. With a bucket? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had... Uh, Wait, would he hit him with a bucket? Or he would killed he... a subordinate with a bucket. Oh, just one. Yeah. I don't think he was like the bucket killer. I miss him. <laughs> I, I was imagining him just like swinging buckets. Like that was his, that was his weapon of choice. <laughs> like... <laughs> like in Kill Bill. Right. <laughs> That was he was trained on that. <laughs> he gets surrounded by seventy other pirates. And he it's takes them out. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, acrobatics. Right. He jumps up in the air and like whacks them on the head with the bucket and starts yeah. popping brains out. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't famous for that. No, I that wish turns he out to that turned out to not be true. I wish he was famous for that though. I wish he was. <laughs> Sir Francis Drake was famous for that, though. <laughs> I knew there was a reason. As soon as you said Sir Francis Drake, I thought, I've heard of that guy. What did he do? Um, he was a pirate who was encouraged by Queen Elizabeth I. Um, and he, so he was a privateer who was under the employ of the English government. And he would, he would attack Spanish ships. Okay, so he was endorsed by the queen. Uh-huh. And he was the first English captain to circumnavigate the globe. Oh, that's what I heard of him for. Yeah. <laughs> he was also a pirate. I mean, honestly, if you if you want me to float on a boat around the world, I better be jacking boats the whole way. So I come, come out the other end with something to show for it. Yeah. And there was also, back then, I feel like crime used to be different. Yeah. I feel like. It's harder to do crime now because you know if you do crime, you're going to be on someone's fucking camera. Right. And your phone's going to track you. Your own phone's going to turn you in. If you left your hair at the scene of the crime and your damn uncle's on 23andMe, they're going to get you. Right. But you know what? Also, like, um, no one was hiding these piracy crimes. Like, Francis Drake was under the employ of the queen. Everyone knew exactly where he was going and what he was doing. Yeah. Like, bye, Francis. Good luck stealing shit. 
<laughs> yeah, but he was he was only authorized to steal stuff from the Spanish, so he may be he maybe jacked a couple of of Spanish boats on his way out, but you know, as he was heading around the Cape of Africa, that he was like, ah, oh, you guys got a couple boats down here. Mind if I take a peek? <laughs> um, he went on a trip between 1577 and 1580, where he circumnavigated the globe. Um, during the trip, he lost four out of his five boats. He executed one of his subordinates because they were going to mutiny against him. He raided Spanish ports, captured a Spanish vessel loaded with treasure, and the queen was just like, I'm going to knight your ass as soon as you get back, and she did. And so then he was knighted for being such a great thief. (laughs) Well, what does that tell you about government? Right. I mean, it's always been the same shit. That's the thing. You know what, man? I, I can't even get my hankles up about anything that happens because, you know, it's all the same shit that has always been happening for all of time. All of time. For all of time, the people in power have been corrupt. For all of time, the people in power have been holding the lower classes down. For all of time, there has been inequality. For all of time, there has been, like, hatred towards other people. And it is, like, never news. They call it the news, but it's never news. Well, and it's not... (laughs) And you're not saying it's okay. No, I'm not saying it's okay, but it's, like... It and you can do you can do what you can to tell people about it, and you do what you can to stop it. But it, generally, you don't have the power to stop the government right. from doing what it wants. If anyone had power to change how the world is to make it like a better place, they would have done it by now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like you or I. Uh, have the keys to the kingdom and we're like, I don't feel like unlocking that door today. Right. I have literally no power over what's going on on this planet. All I have power over is like my own vibes and like, I I assure you, if you run across me, I will be fine and I'll be like pretty chilled out and I'll have pretty decent vibes. That's all I can promise you in the world and that's all I have control over. Exactly. But, you know, if everyone else was just like, I need to make better vibes for everybody else from myself, then maybe the world would be better. But they don't. They're like, no, I need to yell at the girl at Starbucks. (laughs) 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 No, I got to bitch about this expired coupon. (laughs) You know how it goes. But there's like uh, Captain Morgan. Remember him? Oh, from Rum. Right. He was a pirate in cuba and that's where he got the rum right probably and he locked all of the inhabitants of puerto principe inside a church and then plundered it plundered the whole town Mm-hmm. he's like you guys are out of the way i'm just gonna we're gonna take everything while you guys can't get out of the church so eventually he moved on to portobello panama where he made a human shield out of a bunch of chicks and priests and shit like that and then he would just raid and raid and raid and he was eventually arrested but that's in, in the 1670s but then they made him the governor of jamaica <laughs> Jamaica Jamaica was not owned by Jamaicans at that at that point it had been colonialized. Right, right. That's that's the key to that. It wasn't <laughs> like but he was the governor of Jamaica and then he passed a bunch of anti-piracy legislation when he was the governor. I think it's funny that a guy who constructed a human shield out of women 
that now they dress, they named the rum, and now they dress up like him, and they're like, you should try to be a captain. Right. <laughs> Just like me, Captain Morgan. <laughs> cool guy. Cool times. Uh, there was Blackbeard who would put, like, smoking fuses into his beard to make himself look evil and crazy. Like, look at my... That's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, he would have, like, all kinds of guns and knives and stuff strapped all over him. He was like, I'm Mr. Spooky. So he was the first goth. Yeah. <laughs> um, he captured a French slave ship and then refitted it with 40 guns. And then he blockaded the port in Charleston, South Carolina. And he got killed. He was stabbed 20 times and shot, and he was, like, the last last guy, like, one of the last guys in, like, the super high era of, like, high times of, for piracy. Like, he was, like, one of the last, like, famous pirate. Check it out. He pulled a Rasputin at the end. They stabbed him 20 times mm-hmm. and shot him five times. That's Rasputin. His beard was on fire. <laughs> right. He's strapped up with knives and guns. Right. I think goth pirate... <laughs> <laughs> is like a good his that's name is blackbeard that's pretty that's pretty gothic that's very like at what could you blackbeard the crow lord yeah <laughs> like it, you could get more gothic but you'd really have to try right right there is a lady pirate named grace o'malley from the 1500s she was an irish lady and she was a pirate and her family was pirates and she inherited a family business and got down to it Right. So it was basically just like if your dad runs a warehouse and you're like, I guess I'll go work in the warehouse. But it was piracy. Right. (laughs) But she tricked the Queen of England by playing like she was like a sickly old lady. Like, my ships, I need you to return my ships to me. Blah, blah. I need to be able to retire. So you need to return my ships. And she like played up like she was like weak and shit. And then she was like, psych. (laughs) (laughs) and then her sons she and her sons just kept on pirating until she died (laughs) well you know it's you know i i've said before i think borders are arbitrary i think that lineage and heritage is is arbitrary and artificial i think that uh, a lot of traditions are really just you know enforced by governments and created for reasons that do not benefit people but when you said there was an irish lady who went around stealing from the english and the english caught her and she tricked the english and kept stealing their shit i was like yeah yeah get it sligo boys (laughs) um if you were a pirate and you were caught doing bullshit on the boat like trying to do a mutiny or whatever they would execute you they would hang you which they referred to as dancing the hemp and jig <laughs> um and the public ex- execution was like definitely like entertainment for them yeah and so uh, the whole boat would be like let's watch it let's see how it's going dancing the hemp and jig sounds like a euphemism for smoking a jay right i love it and if you were like a captain of a boat and you got busted they would put you in the gibbet what's the gibbet which is like an iron cage. And so they would put him in the gibbet and it was just like made to fit them specifically. And then they would hang him in it and they would leave him up there until like all of their meat rotted off of them. And so they would leave him up there for years and years. 
Oh, oh, like on the mast. Yeah, or or no, like this would be like if the if the government got you. Oh, oh, I thought it was like if somebody on your ship caught you fucking around. No, I was like if 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 you got busted for stick taking the the ship of somebody. No, oh, okay. They would really like lay you out. Just kind of as a warning, like a he- like a head on a spike or something like that. Right. Right. Okay. Right. But there were like pirate rules that they were expected to like abide by. And they, it was like the pirate code, right? And so it was actually like just to keep it like cool, right? Keep it cool with all the guys because otherwise everyone's going to fucking go nuts on this boat. Uh, they had like equal vote in affairs on the boat. So everyone would be like able to have like say in how things were going. Everyone had uh, equal cut to provisions and liquor and anything that they would seize and, and like that, right? Uh-huh. And they were able to use whatever stuff they wanted unless there was scarcity. So it was pretty much communal. Right. So it was sort of like a co-op. Right. Which is, anarchists would love that. Right. So we should all be pirates, right? <laughs> that, was, that was not my conclusion. I just thought it was interesting that it was... Uh, democratic and communal. If a guy would steal from another guy, though, it was communal, but it, you couldn't steal from anybody else, right? So it was like you couldn't, a pirate could not steal from a pirate? I couldn't steal from one of the guys on the boat with them, right? Like one of your co-pirates. <laughs> <laughs> like if you steal from one of the other pirates on your boat, they will cut your nose and your ears and put you off on the shore somewhere and leave you. Like on a on a deserted island or some shit. Oh. They'd maroon you. You you weren't allowed to gamble on ships. Really. You weren't allowed to use dice or cards for for gambling. Uh, you there were rules about when you had to put the candles out. So they had enforced bedtime. Right, right. And if you wanted to drink after after lights out, you had to do it like up on the top of the boat so you wouldn't disturb anybody. Uh, see, that, see, Disney got us fucked up because Disney had us thinking they're they're singing and dancing with their ale into the night, and they weren't. They went to bed early. Yeah. No gambling. Go to bed early. <laughs> uh, all the pirates were required to keep their knives and their guns and everything clean and ready to go all the time. They weren't allowed to bring women or boys onto the boat in order to have sex with them. Yeah. Uh, and if they caught you sneaking, like, a disguised woman on the boat so you could have someone to fuck on the boat, they would kill you for it. Wow. Okay. Because I think that they thought that women were bad luck. That was a, yeah, that was a big sailor thing. Yeah. It was, because it, it wasn't so much that women were, like, going to poison the sea, but it was more like it caused, like, hard feelings between all of the sailors and stuff like they would start getting in fights about it about so-and-so having a girlfriend oh. and I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try to get his girlfriend we're all gonna try to fuck this chick oh i bet it's like when when i was a kid and i would go to the comic shop and play magic cards there would be like one girl that would play magic cards and everybody was convinced that she was gonna be their girlfriend right right so it's a very <laughs> But, but they all had guns and knives and they were drinking all the time. Right, and they were all stuck on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> so they couldn't even go back to their mom's house and jerk <laughs> off in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you deserted your ship when they were battling, you would get executed. You weren't allowed 
uh, ha- being violent towards other people on the ship or fighting with other people on the ship. So pirates were usually depicted as sailing in like pretty fancy boats, right? Mm-hmm. Like the big schooners with like the the big bucket at the top where you'd hang out with your with your uh, what's the thing you called the crow's nest the crow's yeah. nest with your tube you look in <laughs> your looky tube what's yeah. it called <laughs> telescope yeah yeah <laughs> your looky tube you're up there with that in the bucket that that is not how it was though they actually usually use smaller ships and boats because they sat higher in the water and made it so they were a lot faster than the large boats. So it made it easier for them to zip in and out of the bays and inlets where they are trying to intercept all these other ships. Well, they had to outmaneuver them. Right, right. But um, in Crete, they were the first ones to raise a navy specifically for the purpose of getting rid of pirates. And Crete is, in modern terms, an island of Greece. Yeah, right. And they were able to clear the surrounding waters of pirates for a while until there was a tsunami and it destroyed their navy and then all the pirates came back. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably that was probably pretty good for him. Yeah. Um in the 17th century, they had rumors that there was a pirate utopia in Madagascar called Libertalia. He, uh, yeah. And it was under the under the control of a possibly fictional pirate guy named James Mission. Libertari- Libertalia? Uh-huh. That sounds really close to libertarianism and also to Liberia. Uh-huh. Right. Two things that you... Not, not the best things for your Just country. Just as- associate with great times, right. good oldies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, there were uh, pirate communities, and they operated as limited democracies, and they had systems of checks and balances, and it was very similar to the way the United States is set up, oddly enough, how <laughs> a bunch of pirates would set up a government that's so much like our own kleptocracy. <laughs> so, hold on, you're saying... <laughs> A system of all men, no women allowed, went around the world stealing resources and slaves. Uh And then they said, but it's fair because everybody can vote. (laughs) You don't like it? You say so on a little piece of paper and we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to write your name on it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The piece of paper will go to the right place. (laughs) Okay. No problem. (laughs) Uh, They have... Okay, so you've heard of the Jolly Roger, right? Yeah. The uh, skull and crossbone flag. Right. And so they were like ways of the pirates distinguishing what was going on when they would roll up on a boat, right? And it basically signaled to boats that they were rolling up on that you're about to get hit by a pirate. And if it was a black one, it was like, we're pirates, watch out for us, we're coming to get your shit. But like if it was like a different color, like if it was a red one, that meant that you better just handle your stuff over because we're going to just kill everybody on the boat. Oh, so pirates had like a hanky code. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it was like a hanky code. And so they all had different different like images and stuff on their on their boats. And the red ones were used to signal no mercy. And they think that 
where they got the name Jolly Roger was from the phrase Jolie Rouge, which means pretty red. Oh, okay. And then pretty red, Jolie Rouge, that would be like, oh, a ship is coming and they're just going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the main thing that they would drink on pirate ships was grog, which was a mixture of rum, water, lemon juice, and sugar. And they would obviously drink that because like getting lemon juice was pretty important when you're on the boat all the time. Oh, yeah. Or you'd get scurvy, huh? Yeah. That actually sounds really fucking good. I would probably drink some grog. I would drink Le- some... Rum, water, lemon juice, and sugar. That sounds delightful. They're basically rum and lemonade. Mm-hmm. And you gotta think they were all tooting around the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You'd get some rum down there. Right. Right. It's probably rot gut back then. Uh, so is everything. So is meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> everything but the hard tack. <laughs> um, there, pirates actually did have eye patches. Did you know that? Really? And they did that because it would keep one eye adjusted to the dark. So when they would go below deck, they wouldn't have to keep on like having their eyes adjust. So they would have their one eye covered and be up on the upper deck and be looking and have their one eye accustomed to daylight. And then when they needed to run up and down the stairs, they would go downstairs and then like open their other eye and lift up their eye patch. And that eye was already accustomed to being in the dark. Oh, I bet. So they wouldn't have to wait to be like to like squint and like get their eyes to accustom every single time they went up and down below below deck. Because I bet if they were raiding another ship, they were probably ducking in and out of the hold. Yeah, right. Stealing all the shit. Over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And so it made it so they wouldn't have to be like, oh, man, I got sunny out here, man. Can you guys hold on just a second? I need my pupils to, like, do the I thing. Just, ugh, got a little squint. <laughs> uh, um, walking the plank is, like, probably not real. They probably, they just killed people <laughs> regular style. If they were going to kill people, they'd uh-huh. just do it with a bucket. Right. They they weren't like like super villains who were out to like torment you. Like they, if they were going to kill you, they'd just dispatch you and then like move on, right? They weren't like <laughs> they weren't like getting off on like making a show of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were they had like the other 80 people on the boat to kill too. Like you weren't going to get any special attention. <laughs> <laughs> um but usually they did not kill that many people aboard the boats. They would kill them until the ship surrendered. And sometimes they would sh- surrender real easily and they would not have to kill very many people. Well, did uh, was it... I mean, if pirates were really common, you would think that if you saw pirates coming and you knew they were just going to steal your shit, if you surrendered, you just surrender and let them take your right. shit and you just go home, right? Right, right. And also, if pirates had a had a reputation for taking no prisoners, then people would fight longer. Mm. And so they kind of didn't want, they wanted to spook you a little, but like not necessarily so much that you would, you would fight too much. Yeah. It's like whenever you work at, whenever you work a job, you work at the sub shop or you, you work at a gas station or whatever. And they're like, don't be a hero. If somebody comes in trying to rob you, like, oh, you think I'm going to go to bat for your money? Mm, Right, right. Uh, if they were in the mood to torture you, though, <laughs> what they would do is they would uh, do this thing called keel hauling, where they would tie a rope around you and drag you behind the boat. So that's what being keel hauled means? Yeah. 
Um, or they would strange you. They would strange you on a desert island, or they'd whip you. That was like their main ways of doing it. If they were gonna fuck you up. They had a lot of time to think about that stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They would split the, the loot up in a pretty like equal way of all the people who were on the boat. Yeah. Uh, the cap, the captain, and the commanding officers would receive like a little bit more than the rest of the guys on the boat, but in general, it was it was pretty much split up evenly and. For each captured ship they got, a pirate could ex- expect to get about a year's wages out of it. Oh. And if you were on a successful crew, you would be able to expect to get at least one boat in your career that would be the equivalent of giving, of getting about $1.7 million. Wow. So, like, if you were, like, a really successful pirate, you would get, you would always, you you could basically count on having at least one really good haul where it set you up forever, basically. Just your million dollar job. <laughs> you didn't need a million dollar idea. You just got the right boat. <laughs> That's a million dollar idea for you. Just go get a boat. <laughs> get your boat. You know, we were walking. Uh, I I was walking with Nona the other day, and we walked down. There's a kind of plush neighborhood a couple couple chunks away from us. So we were down walking through there, and uh, we kind of stopped for a moment on a corner. And there's, uh, uh, you know, most of the city, most of this neighborhood, too, is laid out on the grid. But there was a section where there were two roads. One was diagonal. One was going straight up and down. So it was this house on this big triangular plot. And it was laid out in that garish way where the the front of the house was as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So if you see it from the street, you get the impression that it's a giant house. Right. And Nona said... She said, there's a million dollar idea. And I said, what? She said, that house. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, build it and then sell it for a million (laughs) dollars. I mean, she's not wrong, but. (laughs) You just just invented real estate, (laughs) dum-dum. One thing you probably didn't know about pirates is that they had gay marriage. Did you know that? No. They were totally fine with people being homosexual. They had their own pirate gay marriage, and they would openly have sex with each other on the boats and shared property and all that kind of stuff. Well, good. They were democratic. They were egalitarian. They were openly gay. So what did pirates do that was bad? (laughs) I don't know. They were fine. (laughs) I did neglect to mention that the largest amount that pirates ever got from a single ship was in 1692 where all the seamen on the ship hijacked an indian merchant ship and they each took the equivalent of 3.5 million dollars wow each of them Mm -hmm. so they didn't have to pirate after that they could just probably they probably kept on doing it though because you know it's just like you know how people are greedy well, they probably did that, and then they're like, there's got to be more of these out there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, this good one. There has to be more of these. Yeah. Right. Greed, though. I'm sure they kept on going. Um, most people on the boat would sleep on hammocks below deck. Did you know that? No. And they would do that because they would rock with the ship, so it would make it easier for you to sleep than having your your bed toss all over the place. Oh, that makes sense. Why don't they do that now? I don't know. I mean, maybe they do. I don't go I don't on know. boats. Yeah, I'm not a pirate. I do am, people in the Navy do that when they're on ships? I All of the things I've seen of the Navy, it just looks like they have little little cubicles, like the Japanese sex hotels. Yeah. Where there's just a little, there's just 
enough room for a body or two to lay down, then there's just a curtain. Mm-hmm. You have a little TV in it. Right. I think I think that's what they do, but I've never been in the Navy. Right. So. Neither have I. Probably never going to be in the Navy at this point, sadly. <laughs> Boy, if they ever, if this republic ever gets to the point where they're where they need a, a questionably fit forty-one-year-old to join their crew of their ship, then I I have to say the age of America is over, baby. <laughs> Did you know that when pirates would put you on a deserted island and leave you behind, they would always give you a gun with a bullet in it so you could just kill yourself if you wanted to? What? Yeah. That is, that is like worse than just leaving you on the island. Because they're like, they definitely are like, here you go. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, that's nice that you wouldn't have to wait to starve and, and die of dehydration. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what did you learn about pirates today? I am surprised but not shocked to learn that Disney has committed more atrocities and has poisoned the cultural well of pirates. We should remember them as old, dirty, normal-speaking men who had a few good ideas like gay marriage and democracy and a few bad ideas like plundering, killing, and stealing. Right, right. I mean... Nobody's perfect. I think knowing the true history really gives you a better idea of what's happening in the world. But if I wanted to have the best idea of what's happening in the world, do you know who I would ask? Cory Grella. She's a font of wisdom and nearly- She has her finger on the pulse of everything. Nearly every subject, many fingers, many pulses. That's Cory Grella, and we love her. Thank you, Cory. And uh, you know, there's a lot of disadvantages of being in flyover country. We talked about this. We talked about this with our friend Brett, uh, probably a couple of years ago at this point. Who knows when it was? Who knows? It's time, meaningless. Time is meaningless. Everything is meaningless, but we'll get to that later. Anyway, one advantage you'll have of being in flyover country is nobody will sail a ship to you and jack your shit, and you know where you will never have that happen. Harlem Township. Unless they're those Hoover Dam pirates. The Hoover Dam pirates, no, not that Hoover Dam. <laughs> if they don't get you, the horses will. That's the Harlem Township promise. Right, right. You're going to look good getting murked, but it's going to happen. Harlem Township, Delaware County, Central Ohio. America's favorite Ohio. And last, but certainly not least, if you're transporting goods on the slow boat across the seas... Praying that the Jolie Rouge does not approach, but you want to keep your mangoes, your fandangos, and your bang bangos. All of them fresh, fresh as a bitch. And juicy as a bitch. A bitch's tits. Fresh as shit. <laughs> if you'd <laughs> like to keep your papers, your peepers, and your peppers as fresh as these titties, you're going to want Hazel Technologies. Their unique packets will reduce respiration rates in your produce. I've only breathed four times this whole episode. It's amazing. Because they've reduced my respiration rates as well. That is an off-label use. It is not medical advice. How long am I going to live? My guess right now is about 800 years. That's really long. Stick around and find out. You can stick around and find out with Hazel Technologies. (laughs) 
Thanks again for listening. If you haven't yet, our Patreon is at patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. That gives you access to the Discord and all the paid episodes you never heard. Click it and stick it. <laughs> We're going to talk to you again next time. Thanks again. I love you. Goodbye.